everybody. Welcome back to Important Not Important. I hope you're all safe and sound out there. I'm Quinn Emmett, and this is the latest in our Do Better Better series of essays, crafted to help you think more clearly about the future today. If you're new to our community, these essays complement the audio version of our weekly newsletter that drops on Fridays, and of course our critically acclaimed conversations with diverse interdisciplinary humans working on the front lines of the future. We're grateful to have you as part of our community, whether you've been here all along or you're new here, uh, working alongside us and all these incredible humans on the world's biggest problems and opportunities. Uh, This is truly science that'll make you feel good. Two quick reminders, you can get these essays, uh, our newsletter, and more in print right in your inbox at importantnotimportant.com. You can also send feedback to us at questions at importantnotimportant.com. Feel free to record a voice memo and send that right in. Today's episode is Do Better Better number 15, Overwhelm the System. We've made enormous strides in the journey against lung cancer. In 1999, there were 55 lung cancer deaths in America for every 100,000 people. In 2017, that number was down to 37. Now, this is in part a second-order effect of less smoking. In 1999, 23% of American adults smoked. Just 13% of adults do today. But we've still got a long way to go. Over 140,000 people still die every year from lung cancer. That's more than breast, prostate, and colon cancers combined. And lung cancer still has the worst five-year survival rate, 19%, of the top five cancers. Most frustrating, the vast majority of new cases still come back to smoking. Meanwhile, a growing share of new cases, especially among women, are never smokers which means we've got to dig deeper for causes for them, other environmental exposures, family histories, genetics. But we have undoubtedly made progress, right? We're smoking less and lung cancer deaths are down. But why? How did we get here? And the answer lies in a combination of more research, better and different treatments, expanded testing, legal decisions, craving relief products, advertising regulations, indoor smoking regulations, taxes, and public messaging. We have made progress against this particular evil, not because we have done one of those things, but because we have done all of these things. Living now in a more volatile and connected world, doing better better means not only deciding what to focus on by identifying your values and skills, as we've talked about, not only asking what the commitment really looks like, not only dialing the problems down to first principles, not only attacking the symptoms, not only attacking the root causes, but doing all of it. And if the issues of our time are systemic, then we are forced to overload the system. Now, I get two frequent questions with regard to the action steps we recommend in the weekly newsletter. First is usually something along the lines of, why have you recommended X twice this month? And the second question is something like, well, why recommend why when it's not the big sexy action? My answer is always the same. It's never about one specific action step. It's about helping you take action most effectively. And for us, preparing to do so often results in identifying a particular action step that's worth repeating because it's so effective, while also making sure we're attacking the problem from all sides, from legislation to volunteering, donating, to voting, 
reading and writing. Just as our response to lung cancer and smoking have been manifold and more effective in the aggregate, so too must we approach many different problems by overloading the system. Issues requiring we fight on all fronts are myriad, from lung cancer to air pollution, from COVID vaccines to food deserts. Let's look to the 30 million-ish Americans who've gone hungry since this pandemic began. Of course, we can use first principles to discover that this country does a piss-poor job of providing clean food, water, and air. And of course, we should thus focus on electing people who will approach these issues differently, and then holding their feet to the fire once elected. Have no doubt, systemic change is the long-term goal. But in the meantime, we also need to feed 30 million Americans, like right now. And supporting reputable organizations like Feeding America and World Central Kitchen will help do so. Now, speaking of World Central Kitchen, let's talk a little bit about natural disaster relief. Of course, we need to use our votes to elect people in our districts and states who will go to Washington and legislate the country into a transition economy. Another wide-ranging set of tasks. And of course, we need to support and activate with groups like Sunrise who have successfully pushed those same policymakers into action. But in the meantime, there's a hell of a lot of folks suffering from an increasing number of wildfires, hurricanes, and flooding. And somebody needs to feed them. Now, the same ethos could be applied to new technologies like carbon capture. Is it unproven? Unscaled? Far-fetched? Uh, drop in the bucket, possibly? Yeah, absolutely. But we've messed this place up pretty bad. And while the number one goal, of course, is to stop burning everything all of the time, that's going to take a while. And if we really want to get back to a safe place, we need to support and scale both natural carbon capture... So we need to support and scale both natural carbon capture solutions like coastal mangroves and tongrass, but also throw private and public money at potential technological solutions. Groups like Drawdown have illustrated exactly how many different approaches we can and must take to slow, maybe one day reverse the climate crisis. There is no single silver bullet, no one piece of legislation or NGO that's going to get it done. To tackle COVID, for example, we can upgrade our masks and tests, we can socially distance, we can develop vaccines and genomic sequencing for the viruses we have now, we can build messaging campaigns, and we can commit to rebuilding our research and monitoring infrastructure so we're better prepared for the next one. To tackle sea level rise, some of us can avoid buying real estate in places like Miami while also lobbying for just frontline transitions for those who can't afford to escape sea level rise on their own. To enable fairer elections, we can vote now more than ever, despite the suppression up and down the ballot, while we consider a future run for ourselves, while we call and write to pass common sense bills like HR1 and HR4 that will make voting more inclusive, while also considering globally successful examples of something like ranked choice voting for the elections themselves. Look, eliminating smoking is obviously the ultimate 80-20 move for lung cancer, right? It's like how requiring seatbelts helped fewer people fly through fucking windshields. It's already working. 
Getting any further, of course, will require even more lawsuits and legislation. But in the meantime, we can also support the research scientists, doctors, and patients of today. We can use our design skills to make more public message campaigns for e-vaping. And, and that all-encompassing mindset is how we have to approach the systemic issues of the 21st century. Look, once you find an issue or issues that fit your values, you can use resources like Important Not Important or Drawdown to build your portfolio of action steps to overwhelm the system. We are in a new era. Data-driven activism has never been easier or more effective. And even if only for about 18 months, we have the political numbers to do more than we ever have on a comprehensive issue like climate. Solar panels alone won't do it. Teslas won't do it. Carbon pricing won't do it. New transmission lines aren't going to cut it. We can and must walk and chew gum at the same time. We can attack root causes and ease symptoms. To paraphrase author, editor, and friend of the pod, Bina Venkatraman, we can all work to be better ancestors while lending a hand to those in need today. We can all do better, better. All right, folks, uh, last thing before we go, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, a rating and review would be awesome. Uh, would go a long way to supporting our community and growing it. Same thing for Overcast, just tap the star button. We would love, if you're new here, if you joined our community, you can subscribe to these episodes today, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And of course, again, you can find plenty more awesome tools to fight for a better future, to feel good about science at our website and in our newsletter at importantnotimportant.com. Thanks, everybody.